Let's go, football card collecting and investing. Are you kidding me? Prism Hobby Boxes are here at the end of the episode. Might be a little biased towards this quarterback. Uh, and I'm gonna, that's going to be my play of the week. I'm super excited about that. But Andy, obviously, this is the most interesting release I can remember in football cards simply because, you know, it's been pushed back. It's been pushed back. It's been pushed back. And now we're finally getting to see some hobby box action, baby. So what, what's your initial uh, reaction to Prism finally hitting the, the hobby box shelves? per se at uh, the lovely, that lovely price is 1600 baby list <laughs> yeah it, it there's been so much uh anticipation and we're just like starving for this prism product because it is the king set in the hobby man it is so liquid it does so well every year for football specifically too like i i think it's even more popular in football than it is in basketball or the other sports but certainly it's probably the king set in those sports as well but man i am hoping that I get one of these manga Tom Brady color blast cards with the Thanos rings. That would be absolutely sick, man. Look at that. Maybe shout out to my guy, Jay Jets 18. Everyone's trying to get their breaks ready. Uh, I, this is going to be an anticipated break product, probably the most anticipated break product in football, because once again, the lead up leading into it, man, I would love a Jamar chase color blast. I would love though that Tom Brady, Thanos manga insert. So a lot of fun inserts. Uh, Andy, I'm going to throw it to you here right off the jump. Do you like this year's prism design? I do. I think it once again, they've made it to where it's going to be easy to grade the centering of at least the base right. cards. You can see that geometrical little border on either side. So you can go top to bottom, left to right. You can get a good idea if the card is centered or not, which can be pretty difficult, like looking at a field level uh, select card, for example, or even this illumination card, things that uh, don't have the equal like geometrical shapes on either side to get an idea of it centered. So I like that. I like how they're adding like a, a natural color match aspect to it in, in the, like the, the colors around the text and the colors on the border. I really like that about it as well. Yeah. I like this prism design more than last year's. And, you know, I, as you know, Andy, 2020 was, you know, a big deal, big deal, big deal for me uh, because of how many LSU players are in that class. But I, I do love this year's design. And, you know, you, you just had it up on the screen. You know, we're looking at all these different inserts. There are going to be a lot of inserts in this one as well. So keep this in mind. You know, not only will there be all these prism inserts, a lot of products are going to be released within the next few months. And I know we harp on it a lot on this episode, but it's just, you know, the simple case of supply and demand, Andy, with the snakeskin insert, the green insert, the orange laser insert, the invisible octopus insert. I made that one up, but a lot of you probably believed that was an actual insert uh, type. So Andy, the, the, the supply, they just keep printing it, baby. Let's go. Yeah, they just keep printing it. Uh, we've seen clear, you know, go into tradedcarddatabase.com. You can see clear increases in the number of inserts, the number of parallels. Uh, those are going up. There has been a demand for those. We, we, you know, some of those look really cool. And, and we all have like our kind of our favorite insert. Whether you're a big red cracked ice guy or maybe you love the wave design cards or, or maybe you're big on just the silver prism autos or the silver prisms, they, 
they like to put a little bit of something in there for everybody. You know, you got the scopes, the shimmers, the shocks, the waves. You got all kinds of stuff. Now, you know how I feel about this 2021 quarterback class, Andy. I am out, 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 out. But that doesn't mean you can't make money because of how hot this product is going to be going into next season. But understand with all the different releases over the next month, you know, I'd still, you know, I hate clearly Donruss, but, you know, with all these different types of these cards coming out, uh, I would go on ahead and think about liquidating some of the cards that you have now uh, outside of, you know, rookie ticket autos, how desirable you got to ask yourself this question, how desirable are the cards in that, that you have of these players? Will they be desirable when all these products are released. Uh, so for me, Andy, uh, th- this would be a good time if you are holding a lot of those Kyle Trask cards uh, to, to sell them right now before even more hit the market. Yeah, I think so. And uh, especially if you're, if you're holding Mac Jones or, you know, maybe it's uh, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, any of these, Justin Fields, any of these first round rookie quarterbacks from last year, I think it's a great time to go ahead and try and take offers, try and sell, even skill position guys. Kyle Pitts, you know, is a guy, you know, you think about it. Like, right, I recently sold a Rookies and Stars Red Laser, number 25 out of 25. I sold that card for $125. I bought it for 80 I don't think that I'll get that same amount of money after Prism, Optic, Select, Obsidian, Flawless, all these set other sets come out. And now, you you know, you're talking about just a massive increase in supply. I probably will get lost in the shuffle, so to speak. You know, even though it's still autographed, still serial numbered, I could see somebody passing that over for a, a Prism autograph card with similar scarcity for around the same price point. Yeah, and look, for me, Andy, uh, this is where it gets very interesting. Should you actually use the money to go buy a box, okay? Now, you have the analytics. I don't. We are getting a bunch of new listeners and viewers, so we really do appreciate the subscriptions and the five-star reviews. If you are a diehard card collector, you probably already know what we're about to say. But if you are new, this is a question that you probably get the most of, Andy, because a lot of you know, people growing up, it used to be you go to the store, you buy a pack of cards and whatever cards you get, you get. But now there is the singles market. You can pick your own thing with eBay and all the different marketplaces that are out there. So let me ask you this, Andy. Is it a smart move to put your money into sealed wax for Prism? Sealed wax, if you can get it at retail prices, I, I I do think it's it's fun because if you can get it at retail prices for a blaster box and you're literally you're you're planning to get it, take it one, you're going to get at least some entertainment value out of that. So you're spending thirty dollars on it. Maybe, you know, you have fun for an hour uh, or maybe less, depending on how fast you go through the cards and how fast you rip them. But you, you, there's a level of entertainment value there in and of itself. And then maybe you get, you're going to get one or two or three rookie cards out of that, whether it's skill position guys, maybe you get lucky and you get a court, one of these quarterbacks. I think you can easily turn around and sell that right off initially, right as this is coming out of the gates. If you do it quick enough, you know, while the supply is still limited on eBay, you could easily break even in a lot of cases. So if you're buying it at retail prices, I do think, uh, yeah, I would, I would do it. But if you're buying it off the secondary marketplace and now you're spending $60, $80 for a blaster box, that's when I draw the line 
And and I don't, you know, especially when the odds of one of these guys panning out, getting to the level of Herbert and Burrow, you know, especially knowing how the quarterbacks drive the market, you know, I just, I mean, that that's a steep price to, to pay for it, you know. Yeah, and Panini goes through this, right? How many big hits should we put in blasters and in hangers, right? Because to justify the price of the blasters and hangers and cello packs to go up, you kind of want to put more hits because more hits would show up on social media and then more people be like, well, maybe I should take a chance on getting those blasters and hangers and cellos. So, you know, for me, Andy, I, I still think mega boxes are, are instant buys for me. I just think mega boxes, those are the boxes that I enjoy ripping the most. I also don't mind paying the $60 price tag for a mega box uh, because most of those mega boxes do guarantee one auto. Now, from time to time, one of those might be a redemption. We'll see. But obviously, hobby boxes being what they are right now are so ridiculous, right? <laughs> they, they really, really are. And unless you're getting a rare quarterback, um, it, it's probably not worth the 1600 price tag. And especially if you're trying to buy and rip something and hold long term, the only player in this last draft class that I just unbelievably believe in long-term doesn't play quarterback. He plays wide receiver for the Bengals and his name is Jamar Chase. Now, I know a lot of people are going to see my logo right here. Power Hour LSU. Well, of course he said that. Of course. Maybe. I would not steer yeah. people wrong, Andy. Even you would have to agree that Jamar Chase's price is going to be very interesting over these next couple of months. Oh, dude. And he's almost one of those guys where it's like, you know, you're tempted to pay up to buy a Jamar Chase right. card right now just with how well he's teed up to just smash and just melt all faces in, in 2022 with, with the Bengals and Joe Burrow. Um, and, and so, yeah, if you get it, I'd honestly, I'd rather pull a, a rare Jamar chase card than one of those quarterbacks for a long-term holding. If I pull the quarterback, I'm just going to immediately list that sucker on eBay right. and take a nice profit. I do find it very interesting looking at tradingcarddatabase.com. They do have uh, data on here for prism. That's, that's being released this Friday, Trevor Lawrence, 1.1 pick this past year has 127 different prism cards a combination of you know base cards variations of the base card the parallels the inserts 127 joe burrow in 2020 actually had 138 though carter so uh, that is interesting 11 more joe burrow cards and 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 maybe that's because there was a a bigger uh, uh difference in in the the talent the depth of talent at quarterback in 2020 between joe burrow Justin Herbert, and then in Jordan Love, and it kind of falls off quicker. Whereas in 2021, you literally had quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Right. In the first round. So it seemed like it was very quarterback heavy in the NFL yeah. draft. So, and, and we know that they print more cards based on draft pedigree. Right. And and Tua was in that top 10 class, and there's a lot of different Tua cards. But uh, yeah. your, point, your, your point still remains the same, though. Like, I, I was joking about all those different variations, but – I didn't know that they would go down. So I'm actually glad that you actually looked that up. My lazy self didn't do that. But there, it, it still holds true. That's still a lot. 127 is still a freaking lot. And every time I think about that, I'm like, well, you know, for these prices for me to get quarterback X, I could still just go get a really nice 
super short print Russell Wilson card in a very iconic year for football cards, which was 2012. Um, you know, something else that's very interesting, and, and for those that are new, 2012 is an iconic football card year because that was the first year Prism was out. But, you know, for me, Andy, the, the, one quarterback whose prices I am going to be looking at really closely, even though I did believe in him at first and my confidence has kind of been shot, is Zach Wilson, right? So you have this New York market. You have the Jets who drafted Garrett Wilson, who a lot of people had as the best wide receiver in the draft. You also have you know, a lot of influential people in the hobby that are uh, – New York Jet fans. Obviously, a big reason why a lot of people got in this card hobby was Gary V. You don't think Gary V is going to hold up a super short print Zach Wilson card at some point? And when he says something, I mean, that, you know, I know the term influencer gets thrown around a lot, but he is an influencer, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, there, there's a lot of Jet fans out there begging for a quarterback, and there's going to be a lot of hype leading into next year, you know, with Zach Wilson, I think that's a good flip opportunity, especially if you get something super duper short print. I saw Lou Janu, another card content creator saying, I want Zach Wilson short print numbered stuff like right now. Uh, so yeah. that's going to be a player, you know, outside of Jamar that I'm really going to focus in on, even though I would not, you know, I, 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 I still think Trevor's better. And I still think uh, Justin Fields is going to be the best quarterback out of any of these five. But it's going to be very fascinating keeping up with all these different, you know, players over the next couple of weeks. Now, Andy, the, the, the next topic I wanted to get to, obviously, what's really good about your Patreon is, you know, you're you're very helpful. You know, you don't just cover the big name quarterbacks that really run the hobby. You talk about the different wide receivers, running backs. I'm a defensive PC guy with Tyron Matthews. So, you know, you, you're one of the few guys I could go to to talk about, you know, Tyron Matthews short print cards. And I've been lucky to, you know, build my collection. But um, what's very interesting, though, is like there is this debate. You know, I think a lot of collectors have, Andy, over putting a bunch of big money into an elite quarterback um, compared to, you know, using that money to, to scatter it around with like, you know, different position players. Like, you know, with the really mm -hmm. short print Josh Allen card you could buy five Justin Jeffersons and three T, T Higgins or whatever. So how do you feel about the higher in football card market for the modern guys right now? The higher, I feel that it, it, in a lot of ways, it's very uh, inflated to a degree, especially for guys like Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, even, even Tom Brady on, on his premium stuff. He, he's the guy I would feel best about investing in a thousand plus on his base card you know, uh, in a graded right. format, but looking at like Patrick Mahomes PSA 10 base prism from 2017, that's going for six, $7,000 Carter, you know, or Josh Allen's 2018 silver prism going for over a thousand dollars in a graded format. I mean, that, that card, that card price is very inflated. It, I mean, we're talking it's 10 X over of what the best skill position player is. If you were to look at a, what a Cooper cup, 2017 prisms psa 10 is going for for example at max a couple hundred bucks and the guy was just a super bowl mvp carter and right. he's still going as the number one wide receiver in most cases like it's right up there with jamar chase and justin jefferson in fantasy drafts so in terms of expectations for production this year rams running back so i mean there's a huge just a huge difference 
in pricing there. And we do see like we're seeing these uh, these changes in values throughout the year. So why not invest in the skill position player? Because you're limiting your downside because a card can only go so low in, in a PSA 10 grade for, right. for the, you know, those assets, the scarcity, the autograph, serial number, what have you. And so why not limit your downside while still offering a same percentage of upside? You know, I, I think yeah. that, you know, where's the Patrick Mahomes 2017 prism going to go? Uh, is it going to go up to 10 grand? I mean, are people actually going to pay 10 grand? I mean, that was the peak that I saw it get to in like September of 2020. It got close to 10 grand, but there were there were very few transactions, whereas you saw a bunch of, of transactions for Cooper Cups prism cards throughout the season last year. And there were, you know, like spiking after these big performances. And there were a bunch of transactions because somebody is going to pay, you know, 200 bucks for a PSA 10 uh, Cooper Cup prism. Whereas, you know, somebody, you know, the, the chances of people paying 10 grand for a Patrick Mahomes prism. And then you have less competition as well. That's a, that's another thing, Carter. You have less competition on these skill position player auctions than you do these Mac Jones auctions and Patrick Mahomes auctions and all these uh, premium quarterback auctions. Yeah, I, I would be careful with one of the names that you mentioned, which is Cooper Cup, you know, since he is a little bit older. And my question would be, is he ever going to, you know, get back to that level, right? Like, you know, there's a piece of me that says if I was in the position in a fancy draft to take Cooper Cup or Justin Jefferson, so there, there's a piece of me, Andy, that says, you know, and I, I might take Jefferson just because he's a little bit younger, right? Um, I actually was in that position recently on an underdog. Shout out to underdog. They support you and me. But, uh, and I actually did take Cooper Cup, but I was like, man, I, uh, Justin Jefferson would hate me. They'd be like, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? You, you've only been a super fan of me for forever. But yeah, I, I would be a little careful, you know, spending a lot on Cooper Cup. Now, this come from someone who Andy saw I was buying this Cooper Cup PSA 10 prisms for $35. I know that sounds stupid, but you witnessed it, right? Uh, I believe in Cooper Cup. I thought he was going to be special in Matthew Stafford. I did not think he would do what he did. And I think he's going to be great again this year. But, you know, it, it, for me, this is what I would say about buying like the super premium quarterbacks. I, I follow the, this guy Ryan Cards on on Twitter. He's got a big following, there. and he's been you know sharing some tips for you know the cards that he's able to sell. And some people like him, some people dislike him. I know he could run some feathers or whatever. But there was one point he made. Um, it's important if you are going to spend a lot of money on a card, make sure it is a desirable card. Mm -hmm. right make sure it is a numbered prism or an on-card autograph that also happens to be numbered okay now those might cost let's just say you're deciding between a josh allen base card for you know 600 700 there's so many of those that are out there in psa 10 format that to me is just you're you're just burning money. Like there's not a super high upside for that card. It, it just doesn't exist. And I'm not saying I'm, I'm not one of those people that say base is just totally dead. But there is upside if you use that 600, 700, and if you absolutely had to have a Josh Allen card, is to just put it towards a rookie ticket auto or something someone really wants. Now that might be worth a thousand or so more, probably two thousand or so more. 
but it's worth it because if he does blow up, that's going to be desirable. Numbered cards are desirable. Autograph cards, especially if they're on card, are desirable, Andy. So that's what I would say, just looking at which cards actually do sell on social media. Uh, I, I would you know look for numbered auto stuff and stuff that people really want. I love Obsidian. I love Obsidian. I love the way it looks. But let me ask you this, Andy. Is Obsidian unbelievably desirable in the hobby? I think it's got enough like uh, super fans that it, it right. is, but it's obviously nowhere near that of, of Prism, Optics, Select, or National Treasures, Flawless. Right. It's not at the, at those levels. Yeah. So if you are going to do that, you know, and if you are saying, I, I've got to have a, a, a Justin Herbert card, I would be careful just buying something that is not totally desirable. And what's really interesting about it, Andy is you do a lot of empirical stuff and you look at this stuff for the most part. Let me ask you this. Do you think like when you think of a card, can you pretty instantly say which cards are desirable and which ones aren't without looking at a ton of data? Can, can you subjectively say that? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. So that's what everybody should do. That's what everybody should do before they end up buying a, a big money card is this card actually something that people are going to want? And is it something that someone's going to want, at least for the price that I'm buying for now? And if the answer to that is yes, that should make you feel more comfortable if you're going to actually buy that card. Yeah, and, and I've been looking at, I've really opened my horizons up a lot in terms of looking at veteran cards, right? Um, right. And I'm excited to, you know, and it's, I think this is important to note that you're not going to see Unless it's stuff that's coming out January uh, or December, January, closer next year, like Russell Wilson, for example, in Denver Broncos cards. You know, you're not going to see that in any of these releases coming out right now from 2021, which kind of stinks. But, you know, it is what it is because of how long they're taking to manufacture. But, um, you know, I've really like turned my focus to looking at the assets of the card. Like I would be OK with a Josh Allen autographed college card of him from his wyoming days uh, if it's autographed and serial numbered and i had less competition on that card and maybe a guy said wow that's, he's, he's in his wyoming dude nobody wants that and it like he let me pick it up for like a hundred bucks and it was like yeah. uh, you know autographed uh, on card and numbered out of 99 or something i think i could easily you know make a lot of money off that card just because of the the value that is placed on the autograph and the scarcity of the serial number aspect of that card. Like, for instance, I bought a few Justin Herbert cards. It was actually just a throw-in on a deal for a big lot of Leonard Fournette and Jeremy Hill super short print. And they were just like Justin Herbert, like Oregon uniform cards, but one was a silver, one was a, a, a refractor or whatever you want to call it. And, you know, I, I, I sold those in the draft for like 30 bucks a piece. And the whole lot that I bought was $50. And the Justin Herbert was just a throw-in. Like, it just happened to be in there. And I was like, no one's going to want a Justin Herbert Oregon card. They did. It was 30, like just 30 bucks that, you know, I didn't think anything about. So, you know, I, I you know how I am, Andy, about college uniform cards. I want it to be a thing. And I do think, you know, at some point as the prices get up, People are going to look to buy cheaper stuff just to make sure that they have a card. So it's a really interesting point. I'm going to bring that up in my play of the week in just a second. So, hey, 
even even Mahomes cards in his Texas jersey, dude. I see those base card. Base, I'm talking base college cards from Patrick Mahomes sell for like thirty, forty dollars. <laughs> so now, I, I'm gonna do something for you, Andy, just to make sure people don't come after you. His Texas Tech uniforms okay all right texas tech yeah the reason why i say that though because i know you meant texas tech right is people in lubbock will pitchfork your butt if (laughs) if you if you call them texas don't call them texas tech they they take it very very seriously and look i don't i don't blame them i don't want to ever get mistaken for a texas longhorn ever uh still uh you know you you've made so many good points today andy and now we got to get to our hobby tip of the week and i'll open the floor to you for this week yeah man so right now at this time of the year in may end of may here going into june we are so starved for football activity um football news that every little thing coming from otas and that's being leaked on twitter from you know uh, adam Schefter or ian rapaport like people are just like Fiending over it, you know, they're going crazy. So, for example, Colin Kaepernick worked out with the team, the Las Vegas Raiders, didn't even hasn't even signed a contract, just worked out with them. But we've seen an incredible increase in Colin Kaepernick sold activity on eBay in the past seven days. It's literally up like 750%, Carter. So my hobby tip is if you're holding Colin Kaepernick cards, go ahead, sell them. Sell those suckers, man. He's relevant. It may not be relevant again for a very long time or, or ever. And, and you know, it's the first time that he's even worked out with the team since he's played in since like in six years. I think it was 2016 was the last time he played. Very interesting. You know, what's funny is a lot of people have been trying to do this for Andrew Luck for so long. Just hoping, just hoping, Andy, that Andrew Luck would get some kind of workout and he's on our chart right now if you're watching on youtube you see that auction volume of andrew luck three baby three and a six buy it now format i freaking love it but goodness gracious cap i see you cap so the other little interesting nugget of news that i saw leaked was that it looks like mitchell trubisky there were comments out from a beat reporter in pittsburgh that said unless Kenny Pickett absolutely blows the socks off of the coaching staff in um, in OTAs and minicamp, that it's Mitchell Trubisky's starting job in September. And we're already seeing some activity. I expect Mitchell Trubisky's cards to go back up in value if he is starting out the season. There's going to be some hype from this cat. I love it. You And look, we still... I kind of want to punch both of us in the face for not buying those Mitchell Trubisky rookie ticket autos for a hundo. And right when the news announced, what were they going for, Andy? $400. Yeah. They they may be back down there now because of how uh, ever since they drafted Kenny Pickett, it was just an automatic assumption. They invested first-round capital in Kenny Pickett. He's going to be the starter in week one. Now all of a sudden we're getting news you know, that it's looking like it's going to be Trubisky to start week one. And, and and people are going back to the Mitchell Trubisky train. And I expect it to pick up, especially if like more solid reports come out from Tomlin and the coaching staff that it is, in fact, Trubisky week one. And something that's really fascinating about Pittsburgh in particular is they, they're revamping their entire front office, you know, with Colbert, you know, retiring. So lots of um, and I think they went with Khan to be their guy. So. 
a, a, a lot of movement uh, there. Look at that. I, I mean, you know how much a steel. That, that 2017 said, Woo! That's a steel. That's an on-card optic from 2017 that went for 79. This is my other hobby tip. One more hobby tip before I, I let you take the floor, Carter. And and that is on holidays, auctions go solo. I dude, I, I dude. You guys will see some of the auctions that I won yesterday on Memorial Day. Uh, and if you're on the if you're on the Patreon dot com slash football cards, you'll see my backstage video I put out with the auctions I was watching that and some of them that I won. Um, and because they, uh, people were just like celebrating, you know, and they're not c- competing for these auctions. You have less competition. You're able to really snipe some wonderful cards like these Mitchell Trubisky's here, for example. There you go. So my hobby tip of the week, Andy, and I think this is a very important tip because I failed in this aspect. Um, so I am a, I am a YouTuber. It's what I do full time. I'm very lucky to have Power Hour LSU. We're growing, doing a lot of new projects, really cool stuff, right? So one of the big reasons that my channel has succeeded up to this point, now it's really slow, but because uh, it is like we're in the dead of the off season, is I, I read each and every comment. I do, right? So my hobby tip of the week is when you consume hobby content, in particular on YouTube, read the comment section. Do it. Now. It's very important, okay? A lot of us watch YouTube on our big screen because it's automatically, you know, just there, right? So it's not as easy, you know, to read the comments on on that. But what's really interesting is, you know, I watch all these card vlogs. I, wa- I watch Roth. I watch Mojo and all these different people, Card Collector. Is There are oftentimes a lot of people in the comment sections that are super sharps. They're older. They've been in the industry for a while. They're not going to get a camera out and, and do that, but they'll drop some really good comments, right? Now, what's really interesting is our comment section on our channel has been lit, right? Because oh, yeah. we did we did something, and I, I failed to do it in the beginning of this episode. We we asked you guys to give us the uh, a bunch of good tips, right, for going to card shows. So, just in general, I have learned so much just reading YouTube comment sections of every sports card content creator that i watch because there's always something a little extra and the card community always wants to help each other out so for instance um i didn't read the comment sections after last week's episode because i'm an idiot but uh joel garza a lot of the handwritten one-on-ones are part of a buyback program where panini buys the cards back then has players signed usually they have some kind of stamp showing buyback okay so we were getting a lot of different answers as to why the one of one thing, why some cards have one of one written on there compared to it just being printed on there. I did not know that. Right. So yes, we, a lot of you come for like card tips for me. You're obviously way sharper in this than I am. I'm more of like, you know, a novice obviously in this, but there are people that, no more than us, Andy, that comment down below. Obviously, Michael Hamm is, 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 is super smart, right? David Hunter is super smart. Those guys have will bring a lot of value. So this is the same thing for – now, obviously, not all advice is going to be good advice, but always go read the comment section because, Andy, I know you've gotten a lot of valuable stuff from the viewers and watch our show. Absolutely, man. The guys out there on the quest uh, that are actively commenting on my videos, they will not hesitate uh, to let me know if I've missed something aspect of, of something that I'm researching. 
you know, which I think is wonderful, man, because I can't, you know, I, I you know, I, I have a pretty good understanding, but I'm learning new stuff every day, man. And these guys have helped me out so much with the comments on the videos. You know, just a prime example is, is learning about buybacks last week. You know, we both learned, you know, about buybacks last week. So it's yeah, it, absolutely great tip. Yeah. And shout out to Raleigh Al, Mark Speltz. I love that last name, Speltz. Shelly's always, you know, a gem. Uh, Joel, JP, Travis, Shant, Shant. It's Shant. Oh, it's Shant. It's okay, Shant. well, uh, excuse me, Shant. He he gave us a, a bunch of good tips right there, and he's a JT collector. There you go. Oh, dude, yeah, go go JT collector right there. Yeah, and and by JT we mean Justin Timberlake cards. Uh, that's good. <laughs> hey, you know what? I I've seen a few J uh, Justin Timberlake cards go for a lot, but obviously, you know, the great Jonathan Taylor. Now, Andy, it's time for uh, play of the week and. I'll start here. I, I am actively looking into buying more Jameis Winston. Look, you get a week one matchup versus Atlanta. Saints versus Atlanta every year is a big deal to Saints fans and Atlanta Falcons fans. The Falcons are a horrible football team. The Saints are not. You can have your own opinion about Jameis Winston, but if the Saints come out and throttle Atlanta in week one, the hype is going to be absolutely insane because if you go position by position – the Saints have a Super Bowl roster. They are very, very deep in a lot of different spots with a lot of new acquisitions and a lot of LSU players joining that team as well. So lots of hype going towards Jameis Winston. You're telling me right now in a buy-and-out format I can get a rookie ticket auto for uh, two, anywhere from 200 to 250 Are you kidding me? I, I can go do that right now. Uh, that's ridiculous, right? And look, I'm not comparing him to Joe Burrow, but Joe Burrow rookie ticket autos – raw go for what andy two thousand dollars uh so that's more than that (laughs) yeah that's a raw joe burrow rookie ticket auto at its floor right and that is more heavily printed obviously with that being 2020 and james winston being 2015 and to add an extra layer to it andy like you said a minute ago about the college uniform thing there are a lot of college uniform james winston cards out there because he was the number one overall pick and he went to Florida State. So you have an elite college program. Well, not now, but an elite college program where you won the Heisen, number one overall pick. There might be some value in getting some good Jameis Winston college uniform stuff. But if the pro uniform Buccaneer stuff is as affordable as it is now, I could see you easily doubling your money on a rookie ticket auto that you can get in a Beckett slap for. You know, I, I think I saw one before this episode for 231. You know, going into the season, I think that's no less, I mean, at, it, no less than a 400 to $500 card because Jameis Winston is the guy. So be on the lookout for that. I'm also very interested in seeing if Baker Mayfield's prices hit an absolute floor of all floors because. Wherever he goes is going to generate some interest. So you could take advantage of, of buying uh, some Baker Mayfield right now. I got two things for you on Jameis Winston. One is look for 2021 Jameis Winston in Saints uniform. Uh, that is very important from a collection standpoint. I know you're not a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan, Carter. Right. So you, you can actually find, like I'm looking at a 2021 Panini XR number 32 out of 199 for five dollars Jameis winston 
uh, in a Saints uniform. It looks cool. And, and, and from a collection standpoint, that's what Saints collectors want, especially when Jameis goes off. You know, of course, rookie cards are nice. But uh, veteran cards in the, the current team's uniforms are very liquid as well. That's one. Number two is I recently comped Jameis Winston against Joe Burrow and looking at their prism silver. You're right. Jameis Winston has 2,000 fewer different rookie cards than Joe Burrow. All right. Jameis has got 2,400. Joe Burrow's got right at 4,400. The 2015 prism silver for Jameis Winston is currently selling for about $60 to $70 raw. The Joe Burrow is currently selling about $500 raw. Insane. And, you know, I'm not saying obviously Joe, Jameis Winston is, is Joe Burrow or anything like that, but it's just a, such a huge difference there with the with Joe Burrow's card being more common that the Jameis Winston should be able to more easily get to 100, 150. It makes a, a nice little double or triple up off that card at some point this year. And we've mentioned the stat once. Jameis's EPA numbers are really good. When he was healthy last year, and once again, it was a small sample. Uh, I think his name is Tej on on Twitter. He, he says Jameis is top 10 in EPA for drop back. Uh, pretty interesting stuff. And look, at week one, he was the best quarterback in week one last year going up against Aaron Rodgers. So once again, uh, there is value in going off week one because the market is so hot in those first couple of weeks. He's going up against Atlanta, so be on the lookout for that. All right, Andy. What you have to say about play of the week? Yeah, baby. So uh, pivoting from the quarterback this week, I'm going to talk about running backs, and this guy is is an anomaly. All right, and I think that you should invest in anomaly, especially on a super powered, super charged team as the Los Angeles Chargers. And I want to talk about Austin Eckler because he's going in the first round. I, I very rarely see him slip to the second round of fantasy drafts, especially when we're talking about single QB best ball or single QB redraft or even single QB uh, dynasty formats. Even Austin Eckler is still going that high. He's only 27 years old. He went undrafted. But last year, Carter, in the Chargers offense, he was number one in, in uh, passing targets. He was also number one in touchdowns. He had 20 touchdowns last year, Carter. 20 touchdowns with with the most amount of receiving yards at 647. Um, you look at his his routes run, his, his route participation, his yards per touch were 5.6. That was the number eight best rate in the league. He had nine breakaway runs even, which was the 12th best rate in the league. So, I mean, I'm just looking at his – all his numbers are incredible. Yards created, number three in the league. The Chargers have improved the team even more throughout the offseason – uh, Austin Eckler is is basically at his peak, I think, going into this season in terms of what we can expect from a production standpoint. Um, I, I think that Austin Eckler could easily finish as the number one RB. It's in his range of outcomes if, if his health is fine, which, I mean, his health did check out last year, you know. So his health checked out last year. Uh, he didn't miss any games. Uh, 2020 did miss uh, six games with a hamstring strain and uh, knee hyperextension. Uh, but other than that, 2019, full bill of health. So Austin Eckler is very sturdy, very durable. He's not the biggest guy. But guess what? He went undrafted. This is the best thing I like about him, Carter. You can invest in his base cards. I know you're thinking he's a running back. You can't invest in his base cards. But Austin Eckler went undrafted. And they only printed 23 different rookie cards for Austin Eckler. It's 
it's just insanely lower. Like the next closest guy to him is James Conner or Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones had 264 different rookie cards in 2017. But Austin Eckler literally only has a rookie ticket auto and a select concourse. That's it, man. 23 different rookie cards. 23. When you look at Najee Harris, who's got 4,000 different rookie cards. Or Jonathan Taylor, who's got 3,300 different rookie cards. Austin Eckler's got 23. So when you buy a base select concourse for 5, 10 bucks, that's actually a pretty good chance that card could go up 20, 30 dollars at some point this season uh, based on a couple good performances. I like it. I like it, man. Man, I. I don't know. Like, as far as Austin Eckler is concerned, I'm very interested to see what their plans are with Isaiah Spiller, right? Uh, how do you feel about Spiller? I mean, are you? Are you... I mean, look, he's he's one of those uh, those film guys. Like, I've studied Isaiah Spiller's athletic profile, and I know he tested slow at the combine, and that kind of hurt his his draft pedigree where he was drafted. And, but he did some some interesting things. Uh, Texas A and M, right? Did I get the right Texas? Yeah, school? yeah, got yeah. The right Texas yeah. school. And so, yeah, he did some interesting <laughs> things on film. I think that the Chargers drafted him as an insurance policy to Eckler because obviously Eckler isn't the biggest back. You know, he's only five nine, two hundred pounds. He is built like it's 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 two hundred pounds of freaking muscle, man. But still, uh, he did have like a, that hamstring surgery. Back in 2019, ever since then, he has gone on record saying like that his hamstring hasn't been the same. So, you know, there's a possibility he could tweak it. Also, he's the type of guy who's at the maturity level that said, guys, I'm not a bell cow. Like I, I use me as a weapon in, in certain scenarios, but I'm not a bell cow. But I definitely think he's going to be their red zone threat. He's going to be their receiving threat. And, and he's got like an ability going back to his college days to make guys miss. Like you can't arm tackle a guy, even though he's five, nine, 200, you can't arm tackle Austin Eckler. You've got, you got to take him down. Like you're tackling Derrick Henry, you know, that, that's the kind of way, that's the way Austin Eckler is built. So I think Isaiah Spiller is going to be really like a between the twenties type of, of back grinder back. And Austin Eckler will be more of that red zone threat, critical situation threat. One little tip here. I know, people are interested in looking at mike williams autograph cards uh be very careful when it comes to someone with a very basic name like that because there's been a ton of mike williams so that if you're doing like a price analysis and you're like oh look mike williams rookie ticket auto for 3.99 well that's the other mike williams there's a ton of mike williams in existence so uh, so be careful with that. There you go, Andy. Great, great episode today, my man. Uh, once again, patreon.com slash football cards is where we can find you. And until next week, peace. Boom. See you guys next week. interesting and you probably know about this since you you're in the fantasy community but um and, and this might just interest you in general i found that the heavier running backs at lsu have been the more successful ones mm. so like according to like are you are you familiar with like 247 and rivals and that kind of stuff yeah right. i was looking at them a lot during the draft right because of their so, prospecting grades and stuff so that's become bigger in like dynasty 
where mm-hmm. they look at your 247 weight and your 247 weight is like your weight as a prospect, what they measured you as. And that weight uh, would often correlate with which running backs succeeded regardless of their recruiting ranking. So if you were a three-star recruit and you still weighed like 220 coming in, you're still a successful back. And there's never been a back during the modern era of LSU football that's gone to LSU, and they if they weighed 215 or more, they were good. Oh, if, if TDP. They, TDP. It, yes, TDP was a tank. So um, oh, if he's they He's a weighed, sleeper. Yeah, so if he right – but, but if they weighed less than 210 – the results were a little more scattered, right? Mm. And that correlates with what a lot of dynasty fantasy people say. So what's very interesting about that is there's like other little traits, and I've been working on this for two weeks, that determine which running back succeeds. So most of LSU's best running backs are from Louisiana. I also think, like for instance, there was a tweet that went up that I thought was very interesting was the um like someone posted a photo of a uh, a Jackie Robinson card, right? Mm-hmm. Like a really good PSA4 Jackie Robinson card. And they posted a photo of a Kyler Murray gold uh numbered 9 out of 10 card. Uh or, or like a gold rookie Kyler Murray PSA 9. And I would take the Kyler Murray card. I'm not just saying like as a football fan, I I just think Kyler Murray's still a really good quarterback, and that's yeah. numbered gold to ten. That just for me just gives me more upside. It would for the Jackie Robinson card to go up. It would we would just randomly need, you know, it's a safer card per se. But you if yeah. you wanted to flip and make money off of it, you you would need him. You know, there would need to be like a big push. Uh, Jackie do- Jackie Robinson documentary or, or new high rollers in the hobby that that are Jackie Robinson super collectors. It's like stuff like that. I feel would would make a big push on his cards. Whereas Kyler, he's got what, fifteen years of performance ahead of him. You know, right? <laughs> Let me. S- plus, plus, I mean, let's, I mean, let's be real. Like the design of the car, the aesthetics. I mean, there is something to be said about those old vintage cars. Just just the vintage aspect of them are, are cool looking, you know, because you just don't see stuff like that e- anymore. The way they did their text and the way the, the card was made and everything. But, I mean, there's something about the chromium finish and the, the gold swirls and the cracked ice and all that stuff, you know. And, and the way they do autographs now, this looks, you know, it's, it's got a lot of sex appeal. Let me see, what's the quickest way for me to look up um like the the pop count for Beckett? Do I just go to Beckett? Yeah, BGS grading. I think it's just bgsgrading.com and they should have a uh, a pop report or maybe even just type in BGS grading. Yeah, online sports and non-sports. There you go. If you go to their uh, beckett.com/ slash grading they're right there on the home page is a pop report okay i'll share my screen yeah i'm interested to see what because it seems like Jameis winston's uh 
rookie ticket autos are mostly in a, a BGS lab. Uh, I just, I just think Jameis is, I just think Jameis, his cards can go up. I really do. Football, yeah, draft capital, the story. People love a good comeback story. And uh, let me see, where are you? He really, I mean, uh, he seems to have matured a lot, like watching his recent press conferences and stuff. I don't know, you know, if it's actually going to translate into better better performance, but you got, you know, silky smooth Chris Olave coming in. You got Michael Thomas. Should be, I mean, I can't take another, you know, like he should be 100% healthy. I don't know how much time Kamara's going to miss, but I think you guys still have a really good offensive line, even though you you lost with Teron Armstead. But yeah, I, mean, I you know you want to know it's funny. I hate Olave. I you hate, hate Olave. Just Ohio State, or what is it about Olave you hate? I, I I just think Burks is way better than him, and uh, I'm just I'm just a Burks guy, man. I I know I know I'm a uh, I know I'm a stickler. What what, what do you think about that that uh, post uh, that the news that we got from OTAs about him being winded and and having so some kind it's, of breathing it's so, issues? It's so much bullshit. Like really, I I'm t- I'm telling you now, okay. Traylon Burks is one of these guys who is not a bad kid, okay. But he he's been starting varsity since he was a, in, in eighth grade. Wow, and that's the, insane. So like. For some people like like that, like let's say like Jamar Chase, who's like so supremely talented. Jamar Chase was good as a true freshman and a superstar as a sophomore. Same thing for like uh same thing for like Traylon Burks, right? Uh let me see this right. Here's your here's your um your pop report. Oh wait, fourteen wait numbered out of seventy five. So yeah, you literally only have twenty 40, 43 total grades, 29 of 43 are 9.5s. Okay. So, wow. so there tell me three tens. Wow. What, 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 okay. So, what about just, uh, just his, his rate, his regular rookie ticket auto? Just like not the numbered out of 75, but just, yeah. his, his, we just did this right here. We should be able to get it. They're rare, though. I mean, you don't see these pop up very often. There so you go. Four forty-one. That's relatively high. Wow, you actually see, yeah, dude, that's actually really good. I mean, you have two, two BGS ten black labels, which are really hard to get. You have two, so this card grades pretty well. Yeah, I thought that pop count would be a little bit lower on just the the regular ones. Four forty-one. Wow. I mean, yeah, but you compare that to something of today's standard. Plus, Jameis with the draft pedigree they did in 2015. I mean, they printed him. And um, if you look at, like, uh, the the Prism. Yeah, Prism's a good one because they printed him in three different base vari- photo variations. Right. And if you look at Topps Chrome, I mean, dear God, Topps was just like, because they think they knew it was their last year of their, being able to print licensed products. So they were just, I mean, they were printing like crazy, man. Uh-huh. All kinds of stuff. <laughs> eight, eight, six. Let's see, that compared to 2020, Nini. 
contenders and uh, Joe, your, your boy Joey B. got 441 <laughs> not not nearly as many but also you got to think of the time and the the you know when did beckett close down their grading su submissions so uh, yeah and most you know? people most people are pricing in that the psa yeah anyway. yeah so. and, and then psa taking over as a clear leader obviously a much higher chance of getting a 10 like all these 9.5s from bgs are probably 10s over a psa I would be interested to see what the uh, PSA pop report is on that on that card for for Jameis. Well, I just sent an offer on this PSA eight point five for one hundred bucks. On an eight point five? Yeah. For the for Jameis Winston rookie ticket auto, let's put it in for a hundred. Let me see. So the whole thing with Burks, I think, has suppressed his ADP a little bit. Good. I'm going to be buying him like crazy. I mean, I'm going to be buying him in fantasy leagues, that is. Let me see. Yeah, that's the challenge. I look, I've been looking for Burks autograph stuff every week, and it's just uh, it's not there, man. It, it, like it's, if you wanted to get something, it's, you're looking at um, Leaf Pro Set. Leaf Pro Set, but still at twenty five bucks, would you get a Leaf Pro Set unlicensed Traylon Burks auto? Might be worth it. Yeah, it might be worth it. Yeah, it might be. If he breaks well, out like AJ Brown did, you know, in his rookie season with the Titans. That's. And they're coming out with all these new sets here really soon, but. Um, Let's, I'm curious to see if there was any auctions yesterday that ended yesterday, dude. Auctions were so juicy yesterday. Boom, exactly. Like, okay, I know it's a sage, but it's Traylon Burke's autograph, and if you can get his autograph for 15 bucks, I think it might be worth it. I, I got sniped on a Kayshawn Auto serial number one out of 25. I Oof. cried. What's his name? Is buying a ton of Kayshawn right now. Derek, Derek, yeah, oh he's yeah, he's a he's a Kayshawn diehard, yeah, and because Kayshawn got printed in the Bowman U too, hell yeah, you know you know I'm all in on Kayshawn, K A Y, oh K A Y, S H O N, there you go, boo, hey, two T's, two T's and E, there you go, and an E, what K for racer hunt, what the heck, it just totally. Oh, I got tricked. There we go. Oh man, see that's a that dude. That is value because this is the same price right here that I'm buying Jalen Tolberts for. And Kayshawn, I think we. I mean, you think he's gonna go? Obviously, with the way wide receiver talent is going now in drafts, plus you have the history of Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase from LSU in recent history. Oh, the hype's gonna be insane. So he should he should go top ten overall, right? And and yeah, he won't he he won't slip out of the top ten unless he unless he tears his ACL. But even then, he he's still gonna go really high. The one card I kind of want to focus on is that Brady Thanos card. Hmm. 
about that. Yeah. You know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, man. The is it's a color blast. Yeah. It's well, no, it's it's him with his got his hand up. It's like a like a insert. I've seen I've seen a lot of people wanting to get it. So I think we're gonna break one of these on the on the channel. A uh, a prism hobby box. 2021 they're reselling right now on uh, steel city for 1600 and they ship this friday but i've got seven guys in on it right now so either myself i might add my myself get in on it or somebody else uh joins in and we've got eight and then we'll do like uh like an eight man snake draft and uh, picking teams uh yeah Look at that. Mm. That the manga. That that Thanos card. It looks cool. Huh? Huh? Yeah, huh? it does look cool. Uh Jamar Chase Color Blast. Are you kidding me? What well, check but, it uh, out. You know, you know that the Marvels were were a case hit, right? Check out check this out. Look at you. Yeah, what, bro. What is that? There there's a there's a seller. So this is a case hit trading card from Donruss. But there's a seller on eBay that makes these posters, and they're fire, dude. And I got this poster for ten bucks. That looks good. And he's got uh-huh. Josh uh-huh. Allen, he's got Mahomes, he's got a bunch of different ones, uh, some basketball guys, and uh, yeah, man, ten bucks is it's uh, baller posters on eBay. I like it, man. That's pretty cool, right? I'm gonna put it on the wall back here. Get it's, buy them whenever. So I gotta buy them before. Buy them before they sue them. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly right. 